listen to this track, Look, sorry, y'all. I tried to think of something grammar-related to start this episode off with, but I just couldn't. But now that I've got your attention, let's get to the episode. <laughs> Greetings, podcast listening folk and all who are tuning into this episode. Welcome to the Western Reviews Podcast, a podcast series featuring insightful and God knows I try humorous reviews of both film and television, with some episodic skits and news shows occasionally featured. I am your host, The Western Wonder, and today's episode is going to lean towards pop culture news territory. Firstly, I want to send out my sincerest apologies to any listeners who have witnessed a slower year in episode output from my show. Literally, only six episodes plus a casual live show collapse came out, but I plan to change that this year. You know, life has been busy for yours truly in many ways. However, after going through a four and a half month period of a spiritual and writer's block related retreat at the neighboring purifying waters of Lake Manitonka, I feel relieved, inspired, and not too swallowed up to come back and drop some new content before the podcast change up. More info on that later. I mean, I don't think it would make sense to close this chapter of Western Review Slow or my review of Shark Tale, no matter how much I liked it as a kid. And what better way to include this era than to put out some new episodes of some of pop culture's biggest talking heads of February? The Super Bowl! The commercials, it's the commercials for me. And of course, the Grammy Awards. Now this episode is just a rundown of some of the happenings that stood out to me, and if I miss anything, I most likely forgot. And for that reason, it probably didn't stand out to me. Now without further ado, let's get right into it. So this year's Grammys was hosted by returning host and comedian Trevor Noah and was held once again in Los Angeles at the Crypto.com Arena for the second consecutive year this past Sunday. Now usually I'm quite neutral when it comes to award hosts because they're playing to a script, but I can't say that Trevor did get three Snickers out of me during the show, and I did make sure I could out three. One was for an Ozempic joke. Stop asking Dr. Dre for Ozempic. He's not the kind of doctor. The second was for a crypto-related joke. We're at the Crypto.com Arena. The only thing connected to crypto that isn't in prison yet. And the third joke, uh, due to it being painfully topical once again, was a president-related joke. The Grammys, music biggest night, is still younger than America's next president. And that's about all I can remember from his appearance. Oh, and there was that Ricky Gervais-esque Epstein joke, what was that about? Next, on to the actual awards. I wish I could say there were surprises, but as someone who wasn't in tune, no pun intended, with today's latest music outside of names and whatever pops up on my social media's timeline, it's nothing too out of left field. But as it is the month of February, aka Black History Month, by the way, happy Black History Month to all my black listeners, I must shout out the black artists that received awards this weekend. R&B singer Victoria Monet snagged the Best New Artist Award, and bonus factoid, her two-year-old daughter Hazel became the youngest Grammy Award-nominated artist in history. And Monet's album Jaguar 2 received awards for Best R&B Album and Best Engineered Album, Non-Classical. Meanwhile, songwriter Theron Thomas won the Songwriter of the Year Award, Non-Classical, for his work with such artists as Chloe, Tyla, Sierra, and Lil Durk. And speaking of Tyla, her hit track Water won the award for Best African Music Appearance, while Lil Durk's track All My Life, a collaboration with J. Cole, received the award for Best Melodic Rap Performance. Digging deeper into the wins, R&B singer SZA had a big night getting wins in both pop and R&B categories, while another genre's to R&B lane saw wins from such artists as Coco Jones and PJ Morton. The gospel lane sing wins from the likes of Kirk Franklin, Ty Trippett, Lecrae, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and the Blind Boys of Alabama. The jazz lane sing wins from Samira Joy and Michelle Neggiocello, and the rap game sing three wins from one single artist, Killer Mike. He snagged all the awards so hard that he was apparently arrested during the pre-show portion of the Grammys for battery charges, but released hours later. 
Hmm, who would have thought that the Grammys would get interesting before the main show even started? And the wins from black creatives didn't just stop in the music avenues. Spoken word poet Jay Ivey won for Best Poetry Spoken Word Album, former First Lady Michelle Obama won for Best Audiobook, and Dave Chappelle won for Best Comedy Album. Cap It The Night Off was a special award presented to rapper extraordinaire Jay-Z, who had some pretty interesting things to say near the conclusion of his award speech. I'm just saying, we just, we want y'all to get it right. We love y'all, we love y'all, we love y'all, we want y'all to get it right, at least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't gotta clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based, but, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. <laughs> some of you don't belong in the category. Oh no! Oh no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Um, it makes you wonder who he could possibly be referring to. Who do you guys think it is? Meanwhile, the big three wonders of the night were Taylor Swift, who won Album of the Year for her album Midnight's, Miley Cyrus, who won the Record of the Year award for her hit song Flowers, and this is the first year she's received Grammy wins ever in her career, and Billiam Eilish. But you and I know her as Billy, who won the Song of the Year award for her hit What Was I Made For? From the soundtrack for one of 2023's biggest hit movies, Barbie, which itself won the Grammy for Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media. Other winners whose names I recognize include Jack Antonoff, who won Producer of the Year, Kylie Minogue, who won the newly created Best Pop Dance Recording Award and her first Grammy win in two decades, Metallica, Paramore, Chris Stapleton, Brandi Carlisle, and Brandi Clark. And now, saving the best for last, the performance highlight section. While there are mainly three segments that stood out for me this entire ceremony, I do want to shout out performances that simply brought out good vibes, with those honorable mentions being Miley Cyrus, Dua Lipa, who brought electric energy during her opening number, SZA, who integrated some Kill Bill swordplay during her performance, which may or may have not frightened nearby audience member Janelle Monet, Burner Boy featuring Brandy and 21 Savage, and legendary acts Billy Joel, who performed his first original song in years, and Joni Mitchell, who won a Grammy in the folk music category and performed at the Grammys for the first time ever in her career. Now, the big three standout performance segments, in my opinion, and in no particular order were, Billie Eilish's performance of What Was I Made For, Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman's performance of Chapman's classic tune Fast Car, and the In Memoriam segment, which started on a slower note with classic artists Stevie Wonder and Annie Lennox paying tribute to the late Tony Bennett and the Sinead O'Connor respectively, with the latter artists carting for a ceasefire during the ongoing tragic situation in Palestine amongst other disheartening world issues, and the energy decking a big boost when artist John Batiste, joined by former lead singer of the group Sounds of Blackness and Nesby, and Fantasia took the stage to pay tribute to Clarence Avant and Tina Turner respectively. Now, three things stood out to me during Fantasia's tribute. One, the choreography was absolutely stellar. Second, a moment that was shared between Fantasia and the ever-gorgeous Dua Lipa, who definitely learned a thing or two about rhythm after the internet spinning a roll over her past performances. And three, a moment that was not so shared with... Wait a minute. Is that who I think it is? Doug Dimmadome? 
the owner of the Dimsdale Demodome? No, 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 no. It's not Doug Demodome, owner of the Dimsdale Demodome, but the hat was bought by one of his top associates, Beyonce, owner of the H-Town Demodome, in attendance to support her husband Jay-Z winning an award, no doubt. But the singer's presence brought in a lot of memes on Twitter that prompted a lot of humorous questions, such as, who is she hiding from with that hat? Why was she clapping off beat? Did she know that Jay-Z was going to pop off during the speech? And what was Meryl Streep saying to her that had her gripping her arm so hard? The answer to that, my friends? I guess we'll never know. All in all, it was a pretty good year for the Grammys. Nothing too surprising wins-wise, but it should be of note that women dominated televised categories, and there were plenty of meme-heavy moments that would definitely define the show whenever we look back at the year's pop culture moments. Especially with Killer Mike getting arrested before the pre-show, that's still wild to me. But that about wraps up my highlights episode for this year's Grammy Awards. Next week, depending on the quality of the subject that is, will be a little highlight special for the Super Bowl commercials, and after that, the Western Reviews podcast will be rebranded and renamed. Stay tuned for more details regarding the switch. But in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for all who listened. Be safe and spread love to the common man. And until next time, this is the Western Wonder, signing out. Peace. Bye, have a great time.